0: Are you guys ready up there? All right. All right, quiet on the set. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel Muir and I am the movie editor at AIPT Movies and Comics. You might remember me from such articles as Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare Dares You to Find Something Good, and, meh, humbug, they don't make holiday movies like they used to. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the man who two weeks ago admitted he hated A New Hope. <laughs>
1: What's going on, Daddy? Not much. Okay, I was six years old. Six years old. That's it. I was dumb. I learned better. Wait,
2: that doesn't make sense. It does. You okay. You, you,
1: you
0: didn't learn at all back then because you were dumb? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. learned better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, we will talk about it later, but we had a very long weekend and, uh,
2: I'm, I'm still kind of catching up,
0: but I'm feeling good. Got a three day
1: weekend coming up. So I think I'll be back on track by next Tuesday, but I'm feeling good And you. Uh, I don't have a three day weekend, but I, um, I'm feeling good. I'm still kind of trying to catch up on sleep, but you know, that's life. Um, so yeah, what do we have for everybody today?
0: Oh, a lot. It's been two weeks since we last spoke and a lot has happened. I want to talk about, um, big news is I would say the Spider-Man trailer. Um, right off the bat, Danny doesn't watch trailers. So all I just, gonna...
1: I just want to interrupt really quick. Right. Right. I don't watch trailers and I'm on a movie podcast or talk where we talk about movies. Yes. And the more like the thing that drives people to see to the movies is trailers and I don't do that. I don't watch trailers at all. I wait till the, I go to the theaters. I right. Watch a trailer. I just watched uh, us maybe three weeks ago.
0: The trailer for the, us. Yeah, yeah right. the trailer
1: yeah. for us. It was all right. It's all right. It all right. And
0: the reason you don't watch trailers is because you're a real movie fan and you're better than us. <laughs> <laughs> this is, what, this is what you're trying to say. Your <laughs> words. Your words. But yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, all I'll say about the Spider-Man trailer is a uh, fishbowl helmet. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Awesome cape. Oh, nice. And fun. I don't know. (laughs) It it looks really good. We actually, since the trailer came out earlier this week on the site, we've had uh, a lot of articles. Um, Russ Whiting had one out today about uh, Mysterio, who we were talking about this. uh, Mysterio, a lot of casual fans may not know. Uh, Everyone knows Venom. Everyone knows Dr. Octopus. Uh, I know that Mysterio is one of the
1: main villains, but I would say to a casual fan, he's more of a second-rate villain? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing, and we were talking this uh, before we started doing this, but I think he's a big villain. I, I, he was everywhere in the 90s. Okay. He was a big, uh, villain in the 60s cartoon as well. Yes, he was. So, so I think there is some sort of, like, uh, following. It might not be as strong like a venom because everybody fucking loves venom. 90s, no yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but I think uh Jake Gyllenhaal Hall is going to do the shit out of it. And the reason I didn't watch this one is because I don't want to get anything spoiled for Endgame. Right, right, right. So if there is going to be a timeline thing is it before Endgame or Infinity War. They
0: actually give the year. It's in... Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a year 2008. right? Yes. Which is three years after Endgame. It's really confusing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, that's good. Uh, see, and I, I'm going to have to wait till this comes out. I, I saw the Captain Marvel trailer, and I was very underwhelmed with it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you remember but, you mentioning it. But I'm very excited for the movie. So, you know, right. trailers, again, the reason why I don't watch them is because Sometimes they don't sell you the product right, and sometimes they oversell the product. Right. So maybe, well, so. overselling—I would argue—it's their job to do the right. you're right. You're right. That. Well, I mean, like when they oversell it, like they give the whole plot away.
2: Uh, yeah, the
1: the dog one. Yeah, the dog one. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So I guess it's like uh, maybe let's not do a teaser trailer for the main trailer let's just keep it uh sweet like i just want to get the first base second base and third and that's it i don't want to be teased foreplay right now with movies no let's (laughs) get away this one um without
0: and this is just my opinion of it i think it's a good trailer yeah Uh, i don't think it gives anything away i mean everyone has theories of course it's a comic book movie so there's tons of theories about it but i don't think the trailer gives away too much right that being said i haven't watched it 10 times and really Mm. zoomed in on every single aspect right but i think it's a very good trailer um it looks like it's going to be a worthy uh sequel to homecoming i'm excited for it
2: okay uh
0: the site we're going to be covering a lot of stuff uh nathan simmons one of the contributors he had a really cool article about um easter eggs and, uh, of course we have the trailer, but we'll have a lot more over the next, uh, months until the movie comes up. Um, speaking of costume heroes, now, I'm not gonna have too much to say because I don't watch TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't uh, watch regular TV. You watch... I don't watch.
0: Okay, I don't watch the CW. <laughs> is, is what I'm not <laughs> to. Um, so, um, we had a, this is a couple weeks back, um, CW uh place an order for the Batwoman pilot. Cool. And uh people seem really excited about it. Now, you watch uh more TV than you watch Riverdale and and uh, that's probably the only <laughs> thing I watch on the CW that's already more than I watch. So, <laughs> I defer to you because you are a huge comic book person also. Yeah. Um, are are you excited for that? I I will say that the costume looks great.
1: You know, the the Arrowverse stuff is really interesting. Uh a lot of the stuff doesn't appeal feel- to a lot to me. But right. like um Supergirl was really really fun. Uh and these like crossover episodes, which is like the most comic book thing ever, uh really grabbed my attention and then somehow I never watch it. Right. But uh seeing Ruby Rose. Yes. Uh, a- AKA female Justin Bieber. Uh <laughs> looks like it'd be a really good uh uh Kane, I forgot her first name. Cassandra. Cassandra, okay. Dang uh, I schooled the comic book guy. Whatever. <laughs> I, I just feel like it looks remember that kind of time like, I impressed you with my Excalibur knowledge, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which we'll talk about later too. <laughs> uh, no, this is a a very interesting thing that they're doing because it's going to be the first Batman property that's going to be on the smaller TV. I mean, not a premium channel like Titans or anything like that, right? But it's going to be on TV, and you, it might work. I mean, the the original. Aquaman palette didn't work for uh, the, the WB when I, right. you know, years back. But, um, I guess that jumping on point was that crossover event that happened over the holidays. Yes. yes. Before the holidays, whatever it was. I'm excited. Am I going to see it? Maybe. Yeah. That's a hard, it's, a, it's, a, it's um, speaking
0: of, well, you mentioned Aquaman. <laughs> he, uh, that movie has made more than the Dark Knight Returns over yep. over, a, over a, more than any DC movie, right? Yeah. So I will say this: everybody who bought a ticket, whether it was a discounted four dollar ticket or whether it was a bunch of tickets, are all to blame for this. Yeah, myself included. Myself I, included I, I bought a full price ticket too. We are all to
1: blame for the multiple sequels that will come out of this movie. For, you know, and we're not going to talk about Aquaman too much, but let's hope the sequels are fun. I will, I will say that, like, you thought it was one of the worst movies of
0: the year. I won't go that far, but it sure as hell was boring. <laughs> it was a <laughs> yes, very yes. boring movie. I could do without a sequel. Um, the other thing we want to touch on because the comic book podcast mentioned it, uh, Adventures in Pod Taste mentioned it. Since we're the movie podcast, I guess we should talk about the
1: Golden Gloves a little bit. And this is it. This is us talking about it.
0: <laughs> this is it. So on to the next topic. No, um, <laughs> So, Bohemian Rhapsody wins for Best Motion, motion Picture Drama, oh, which is essentially the biggest uh award, I would say, of the yeah, night. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, how do you feel? When I saw the movie, I was not... I mean, Rami Malek, amazing, and he absolutely deserved that award. But yeah. he was the only good thing. I mean, the rest of the film really wasn't even decent, I don't think.
1: Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, because uh, I feel like, uh, a Star is Born was a much, much better drama p- pick. Uh, but I think everybody does really enjoy a good... That's not even a good biopic. It's a, an enjoyable biopic. And Nostalgia does play with this. So... Like, Rami Malik did act the shot of it. He was amazing. He was Freddie Mercury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like a movie that every. Everybody plays nice. You know, the producers are queens, so they're not going to show themselves in a bat light. They kind of show Fred Mercury in a a slight bat light. But it's still (laughs) kind of like, come on, guys, like, you, you, I'm pretty sure you're all shitty people too.
0: Well, they're rock stars. It's like, from the 70s and 80s, so pretend are they were shitty, but
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, it's also queen. But I feel like, uh, Lady Gaga should have, Actually, I don't know if she won. I saw it, but I don't really remember it. For
0: best actress, let's see. Olivia Coleman won for best supporting actress. Best actress was, uh, oh no, no, Olivia Coleman won for best actress. Uh, Regina King won for best supporting. supporting. From, yeah, for, okay, if, yeah. If, if so, yeah, like, to. also Olivia Coleman deserves it. Absolutely. The favorite, uh, I, I've talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> watch it. It's a
1: great yeah. movie. Yeah. Or read my review and then watch it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I honestly do. Like, A Star is Born, A Star is Born better, more than Bull Rap. But, um, it's just, I think Nostalgia played a lot of role into this, because I know, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, there's some songs and there's scenes that you're just like, oh yeah, but it's really the music that moves you, it's not going to win anything else besides either, besides maybe an actor award for the Oscars. Like I think a *Star Wars* Born will be nominated, might win for like best original song or if for being a remake. A *Star Wars* Born is the much better movie. You know the song uh, she,
0: well, Lady. I think why you were having trouble remembering if Lady Gaga won something is her song won
2: for best
0: song. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I you know I actually haven't heard that song. Is it
1: like tar- what is it, Tarnish or Cherry or Swallow? Swallow, is that a good song? Yeah. It's, out. I heard it on the radio. Which right. I don't listen to radio, and I heard it. I was like, I Right, right. You're, you're too cool for trailers in radio. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah. I, call, I have this thing called Apple Music.
0: Never heard think, of it. No, I don't think
1: anybody, <laughs> I, don't... Uh, I think everybody uses Spotify. Shout yep. out to Spotify.
0: <laughs> they were the first one to put us on. So, yeah, shout <laughs> out to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what, we, we just mentioned something about trash to shit. Um, Green Book was on Sunday, I would say top of the world. One for Best Motion Picture, I think Best Screenplay and I think so. uh won another award. It was looking strong. By Wednesday it was garbage. <laughs> like first of all, have you seen that movie?
1: I have not. And I also heard it went the James Franco way, starting to talk to like seventeen year old boys, girls. I'm not really sure what James Franco was doing. I had, like text messaging people, is that how he like fell from race last year? He won, like, best actor for The Disaster Artist. Right, right, right. And then he just, like,
0: disappeared because disappeared. of,
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's, uh, I haven't seen the movie
2: either. Yeah, I? Right.
1: It looks
0: pretty generic to me, to be honest with you. Uh,
1: you know, <laughs> I can't, I can't say anything because... Um, no, there's
0: no... Be- this is a movie podcast where we give our opinions.
1: We <laughs> give the hard-hitting opinions here.
2: <laughs> Say this it. This is
1: why people come to hear us. Um, I don't care. It's not that it looks generic. Um, I just didn't hear about it until, like, I think uh, like a colleague talked about it. It's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to see that movie. And I looked uh, through the movie times. So I was like, oh, it's not playing here. All right, whatever. Moving on.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's kind of like no, I didn't even get that far actually. <laughs> Just like like the actor uh, Ma- Maher Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I like him. Really good
1: actor. I like
0: him yeah. Uh, and then another person's name I can't remember, uh, Vigo or Vito. It's Vigo, I, it's
1: right?
0: Vito, yeah. Vigo. Vigo, yeah. Vito is like yeah. an Italian bodyguard, which is ironic because he plays a bodyguard. <laughs> uh Vigo Mortensen, I uh like him. In Eastern Promises, but I don't think I like him too much anything else. So I have no attraction to this movie. What do you movie. mean you don't like him in
1: Lord of Rings? I don't like Lord of the Rings. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Hidalgo? What? Hidalgo? What the hell? What movie? Hidalgo. Hidalgo? What is that? Yeah, it's a horse movie. Okay, well, no. I've never seen <laughs> Seabiscuit or Hidalgo?
0: Hidalgo, yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. Or, uh, I don't know, Australia. Does that have horses in it? Probably, but that's a musical. Yeah, um, it's not. Nicole Kidman, New Jacket. Is that a musical? I thought it was. i never seen it. Oh, okay. So you're just saying shit. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I got gotcha. Hard-hitting facts. Here we
0: go. Um, speaking of favorite musicals, mine would be that other Nicole classic, Days of Thunder. <laughs> I <really laughs> the love other. that movie. Um, I love it. So, uh, hard-hitting facts. We had a <laughs> Twitter poll. The, the, the fact is, this week, Glass is coming out. That's a fact. The third part... Of the East Rail 177 Trilogy, I think they're calling it. Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. So I ran a poll on our Twitter asking people if they want to see it. Um, The majority of the people... It was a small margin. uh, I thought the majority of people would want to see it because everyone told me how awesome Split was. Um, It's a good movie. We'll talk about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it turned out that uh, 37% of people said they wanted to see it 47 did not want to see it. Uh, the third choice was what a twist or what a twist. <laughs> uh, but uh, more people uh, actually did not want to see it. Though we did have some interesting comments that makes me kind of think back to last year. Everyone was telling me, you got to see this movie. You got to see this movie. Uh, and they told me how not one person told me it was a bad movie. The comments on here, we had one from um, Domino, and he's at, on Twitter at kunstu at red2020. And then another one from, <laughs> that's a funny name. Slick Nick, shady backup. Uh, <laughs> he said the only reason he wasn't going to see it opening night was because he had something to do. So he's definitely going to see it on Friday. Whereas Domino gave the uh, Universal Hell yeah answer for the 21st century. Yes. yes. So um, I guess the people who liked it like really passionately enjoy these movies, but uh, I don't. I, I think the people, the majority, is correct in this. I'm not feeling it.
1: You? I, I do want to see it. Uh, it also took me. a About a year to watch Split, so it'll probably take me a year to watch Glass, but it is on my radar, and, uh, the weekend's coming up, uh, I might go see it. There's other things that I want to see before that, but, uh, I already know I have my tickets for a kid, whatever that King Arthur Uh, movie is. The
0: kid who would be king. Yeah. Um, I saw a funny poster for that movie. In his castle,
1: he orders hamburgers. For everyone who comes to visit. <laughs> By the way, anybody was like talking shit. I would be the first one in line, and I was like, "Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you for those burgers." <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to
0: say <laughs> <laughs> because I do like a good double quarter pounder, but I think he just got Big Macs, and I don't like Big Macs. Well, oh I well, think there's chicken nuggets too, right? Oh, there was nuggets. Yeah, I think so. But uh, lukewarm. Uh, 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 the fries in the presidential cup was
1: pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> did you see the guy with the the player with the earbuds or the airpods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like this guy's broke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that you know, uh a little bit of a tangent, but you just call them earbuds. Yeah. I was talking to someone joking about uh how I uh, well I I said earbuds and they started laughing at me. They were like, uh they're airpods. Well, <laughs> they shamed uh, me. They age
1: shamed me. Well, you nope, know, we're not hip or with it. But we know. But we don't watch, watch. trailers. <laughs> Here you go. Exactly. Actually, I do. <laughs> uh, did you want to take a break? And then we'll come back with the feature presentation of what we did over the weekend. Yes, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, let's take a break. Hi, this is Matthew Rosenberg,
0: and you're listening to Adventures in Movies. Welcome back, everyone. That was Matthew Rosenberg from the Ace Comic Con where we were at this weekend. Believe it or not, he is a hilarious, hilarious guy. Don't let that bumper fool you.
1: I, I, I put him on the spot. You did, you did. Actually, we kind of did. We both did. It was. I feel like we just bombarded him, and it was just. A, I'm just gonna gush for a little bit. Yeah. I'll let you take over this for a bit.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You were fanboying out. I was calm and collected. I <laughs> <laughs> was too cool for school. Um. The comics uh, podcast, they'll probably maybe talk... We'll talk more about Rosenberg. Uh, Next week is Cyclops Week. Uh, We talked to him for a very long time, like hour and a half, two hours. Maybe there was an interview. Maybe there wasn't. You should check out Cyclops (laughs) Week. You should listen to the AIPT (laughs) Comics podcast. Um, I can say this. I think we can say this. We talked to him, and over the course of our conversations... He did tell us some very interesting things about the multiple man movie with James
2: Franco.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that's, that shit's insane. And that's all we can say. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Ace Comic Con. So we're going to leave the comic stuff to check out the website. I have pictures of the cool cosplay that was up there. Uh, but what you and I did was, well, we wandered about and we talked to different creators, but we went to quite a few panels. Oh uh, God. So many panels. So many fun panels. Yeah. All of them were really great. Uh, what was your favorite out of all of them?
1: Oh, fuck. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, the, the David Tennant, Kristen Ritter one was really good. Yeah. Uh, but I think my favorite one was with, uh, Tom Hiddleston. That one was just amazing, especially when he broke down the, like, broke down Hamlet. It's great. Uh, the Ty Eagleton? Egerton? Egerton? Eggsy. Exit. Yeah. That one was really, really fun. Oh, and by the way, uh, when this comes up, we'll do the links to the videos because they're actually on YouTube and everything. Yes. Yes. We most certainly will.
0: Um, the David Tennant, Kristen Ritter one, uh, was, it was really good because he yeah. is incredibly funny and charismatic and they have wonderful chemistry. They uh do too. I, I think she was playing more off of him because he was running the show.
2: Yeah. But, yeah. uh,
0: yeah, he was, and Hiddleston was, did a really good job also. Um, you mentioned Hamlet. Really funny is, um they have the panel with the, the moderator and then they open right. it up to questions at the end. Uh, the reason he was talking about Hamlet is the very first question is a girl who had, correct me if I'm wrong, she ditched a day of school
1: to see. Yes, yeah, she did school so she could, well, uh, yeah, she did school, ditched school so she could be there and uh, Glendale. And we're gonna start learning about Hamlet. Right. So her first question is like, can you break down Hamlet? And, uh, he went within like two minutes, I think he pretty much broke down the character. He broke down the beginning act scene, I think. He, yeah, he.
0: I'd say it was like a ten to fifteen minutes. He spoke mm-hmm. about Hamlet. Yeah. He and this wasn't just like, yeah, Hamlet was written by Shakespeare. He's the Prince of the Danes and uh, uh, Rosenberg and whatever. Yeah. yeah. He got into it. Um, motivations. Um, the center, uh, central figures in it. Why everything Hamlet does goes back to one incident in the beginning of yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it.
2: Like, this- was
1: great. I was gushing with that just because Hamlet is one of my favorite plays I I read.
0: And uh, just in case you guys didn't know Dave, or Danny is a very learned person David, per- David <laughs> Danny. He's a very learned person. He doesn't watch trailers. He doesn't listen to the radio because he spends his time reading Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> listening to NPR. And listening to NPR. Shakespeare and NPR, this <laughs> is the diet for Danny <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, uh, the reason that this, the the girl asked him about him, he is a classically trained actor, yes. So this isn't just some random
1: question from a fan girl. This was a serious. This is a good question. Yeah, it's silly, think, but it was a good question. I think for the Tom Hiddleston, they kind of like tried to break down even the character for Loki, his motivations for Loki as well. And it was really really cool to like these fans have him like really like broken down. And, uh, made me feel stupid. This very classically trained podcaster who listens <laughs> to NPR and, uh, reads Hamlet over oh. and over and over.
2: The, that's funny
0: that you were talking about the fans being so well. Uh, they, they had done their research. Yeah. Um, it made me realize how, um, how quick I am to judge people, fans, because I really expected them to ask, like, uh Like, for David Tennant, like, all kinds of crazy Doctor Who questions. And for the X-Men one, asking them, like, why, I don't know, X3 didn't match Uncanny X-Men 236 or something like that. But um these people had really good, like, deep questions. Yeah. Yeah, there there was a Doctor Who question here and there, but it wasn't something that would make you cringe. It was like, yeah, there was like, you know, what's your favorite Doctor Who Yeah, guy? But that's not bad when you're talking to...
2: Yeah
1: maybe the most well-known doctor. Like, I mean, it made sense. Yeah. It it made sense. And even like when they were asking like questions for like when Charlie Cox, I forgot Charlie Charlie Cox Cox probably was also really. Yeah. 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 And Charlie Cox,
0: Tom Hiddleston made a surprise appearance.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that was the most Coachella moment for us. We're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That was crazy. That was,
0: um, the, uh, X-Men panel was really good. That one did really well on our Twitter, but Michael Fassbender, uh, He's also a classically, I don't know if he's classically trained, but he's a very good actor. Yeah. Um, the only time that I was kind of like, and this is me being pretentious, is, uh, he's been in shame. I don't know if anyone's seen that, but he plays a sex addict. He's an Academy Award nominated actor. This dude can act. Yeah, he plays Magneto, and you could say, oh, comic book movie, but the guy's a really good actor. Yeah, yeah. And some dude asked him if he would be a transformer or
1: a zombie. <laughs> and that kind of pissed me off. Well, sir, big. Uh, not even fair. That guy was just asking everybody weird fucking questions. Like, he uh, he asked the... Because he asked the whole panel that was there. Who would you be? A Ninja Turtle Transformer or or a zombie or something? Or like a zombie, that. yeah, something like that. He also asked, like, would you be, like, a TV weather reporter or a fucking gremlin from yeah. Games 2? So this guy was... Having fun. Yeah,
0: he was he having, was fun, having, having, having
1: fun. fun. And we're fucking, like...
0: Yeah... About that's so why I, I was being a little pretentious, and the uh, panel—they were good sports about it. Oh they, yeah, they were.
1: Yeah, actually, everybody that was being asked this question, they were being good sports about it. Some even had like f- they had to think about their their answers and gave a good response to why. Yeah, and actually, you bring up a, and this is more because we
0: have like five hundred podcasts at AIPT. so we have a wrestling <laughs> podcast. So, um, interestingly, the the first day, um, Alexa Bliss and. Becky Lynch spoke, and when the fans would answer or ask questions, they were fast
2: with their answers, and
0: they were good answers. Um, uh, I asked one about, um, what did I ask about? Uh, Social media, and bullying, and Alexa Bliss gave a really long detailed answer. The actors would actually take a little bit more time, so they thought a little bit more, so you can see that wrestlers are a little quicker on their feet in those situations. Not to say that they're better speakers, or better
1: actors, or anything like that,
0: but they're used to yeah. question, quick at
1: question and answers. I think it's just like the promoter, the promoter in them, like they're promoting themselves. Right. While, they're not saying that either or, or the Akro Wrestler are like giving a genuine answer, but it's like, uh, I thought the, like, cause Charlie Cox questions, and even the Exy ones, they thought about it because they were the only ones on their, on their own panels. Yeah. yeah. So they were kind of like thoughtful and long and they're like, okay, let's, uh, let's think about this a little bit more, and, you know, it was, like, a thought process to so all of those answers, and right. especially when they asked him about the cat, like, uh, what are you going to do now for... Oh, the Daredevil uh, one. Yeah. yeah, And he that was a very good answer that he gave, like, it was thoughtful, and he's like, well, now, it's, I never thought that I was not going to have a job, and now yes. I'm here, but we'll see what the, you know, the future, and I, of course, I'm fucking raising, but it was really cool that they, they gave these answers, and they were, like, meaningful, and
2: it was really, really
1: cool. And then he gave a little shout out to the people that were, uh, wearing the, the saved daredevil shirts out there too. Yeah,
0: that was really cool. And also, I don't know if it was Charlie Cox or Taron Egerton, but, uh, so for the second half of the panel, it was a Q&A with the fans, mm-hmm. but they only had a certain amount of time, so they would have to cut it off. Right. But was it, uh, Taryn Egerton who was like, oh, wait, there's still more people. And he tried to yeah, rapid fire. Was I it Charlie Cup? Yeah, Charlie It Trump. was really cool. Like they were kind of telling him, like, okay, you have to go, but he was just like, okay, we're gonna get through all yeah, these questions, yeah.
1: and that was really cool. That was a really cool rock star moment. Yeah, that was, and uh, I like that he appreciated his fans because I mean, obviously, it's the reason why he's there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there was a, those people at East Comic Con. That was it was something else. Also, props to Taron Egerton for
0: uh, so Robin Hood. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but. Uh, It hasn't gotten the best reviews from critics or audiences. And he straight up said... They asked him about... One, I didn't think they were going to ask him about it. But when... uh, I believe her name was Angelique Roche. Or Roche? The moderator? The moderator. Yeah. um, She asked him what it was like for an Englishman to play Robin Hood. And he straight out said that the script looked good. I was very excited. And it just didn't work. (laughs) He was very honest about it. He was like, oh, well... I I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. That was an an on-center. And I feel like, you know, when the movie doesn't work or anything like that, yeah, I mean, it looked good. Yeah, well... (laughs) I mean, because, I mean, like, you know, you're going to see a piece of food and you're like, or on a menu, you're like, well, that looks good. You taste it. It's not the best thing.
0: Well, Well, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean... Seeing it on paper and then the finished product are yeah, two different yeah. things. This is very true. Um, the X Men panel, we're kind of ig- ignoring. Cyclops was there.
2: Uh, so, oh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: you know, there's a week coming up. Cyclops. <laughs> Cyclops there. I can guarantee you there was no interview with, um,
1: I don't know the kid's name. Uh, Parcel from Ready Player don't 1. Don't call him that. Don't I know. call him that. Go it's Cyclops. not Cyclops. Oh, Scott Summers, call him anything but-
0: slim. <laughs> slim, yeah, call yeah. slim. I like that. Okay. Um, that. That was actually a really good panel, too. I thought that because uh, Michael Fassbender was a little, I'd say older yeah. <laughs> than, than, no, than yeah. his panel mates, a
2: couple years older. Yeah. But
0: uh, I thought they all did a very good job of answering the questions. And uh, they made it really entertaining because, I mean, you're sitting there for an hour and you're trying to find good seats, and Danny was taking pictures, I'm trying to live-tweet, and it's a little difficult, but they didn't make it very hard at all. I thought it was very,
1: very fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah,
1: until we got to, like, the last panel of the day on Sunday.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's...
1: You know, we could have done better. We could have done better.
0: Well, okay, so uh, I thought, going into the event, that, uh, David Tennant had the biggest fan. We were we were talking about that. I was like, David Tennant has the biggest fan base. I thought, and we got really good seats. Like what, three rows back?
1: Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah.
0: So they had it set up on the arena floor, and there was a stage. And uh, Danny and I were like three floors back, or three rows back. Really good seats, almost center, pretty yeah. much. And um, in between, or after, uh, or the next day. That was Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. Sunday was, uh, Charlie, no, did Egerton?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Charlie Cox on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we see Egerton, and Egerton That's it's really good. And then we decide to walk around. And then we go back and the floor is packed. The, we do get fairly decent seats. And security tells us we have to. <laughs> we were pressed, but. No. They said there wasn't enough seats. Um eventually uh, they did let us back onto the floor. There was no seats it
1: turned out, but we were way at the back. Tom Hiddleston has a very strong fan base. He does, yeah. Um but yeah, I was uh, I think he has a strong fan base, but uh the part and this is why I wanted to like tweak out these videos, it's because during the David Tennant um Q and A session. Uh the last question was a little boy. And he asks him, uh, what's your favorite episode? I think it was favorite, favorite what episode. What was your favorite of episode? Of yeah. Doctor Who. And then David Tennant, like, reverses the question back to the little boy. And This kid's, like, maybe like four to five years old. And, uh, he's dressed like Tennant Doctor. Yeah, very really cute. It, it was very good. Really, really good. Um, spoiler alert, he went second place in the, co- in the cosplay contest yeah, which makes up for what happened before the yeah we' going yeah somewhere yeah, 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 so we're gonna go to the uh so you know like the, the little boy starts like starts to like uh stub on his words, and he starts to cry, yes and. Everybody's like, oh no, what'd you do, David Tennant? But like, he's like, no, no. Uh, it's by really- everyone, he means
0: us too. We really all <laughs> yeah, need
1: yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> what are you doing, you monster? I, I hate you. <laughs> this yeah. is why I don't watch Dr. <laughs> 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 no, but he's like, uh, he's, he's, you know, trying to save it. He's like, it's really, really hard. And don't worry, you did a really good job. And Kristen Ritter kind of saves it as well. He's like, no, you did really good, baby. And everybody goes fucking crazy. So while we were at the uh, Thomas Hiddleton, like, trying, Getting, tried and kick out, I'm like, uh, I guess I like start talking to this cosplayer that was sitting there waiting for,
0: uh, yeah, Wonder
2: Woman, I
1: think. Yeah. Or something. And, uh, she's, uh, we were just talking about like the day and everything. And she's like, yeah, the, I've had a pretty crazy day or last couple of days. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, I've been here all three days. She's like, me too. Uh, I was like, were you here for the day of attendance? And She's like, yeah, yeah. I was in line to like, ask her a question. I was like, oh, did you see the little boy? And she was like, yeah, that was my son. And I was like, <laughs> oh man. And she starts saying that she has all these like, well, his her, the boy has like, was um, medically ill and was going through a lot of hospital visits. And, uh, she saw that David Tennant was going to be on there at the Comic Con. And, uh, she's like, well, we'll see if we can meet him. Tickets are pretty pricey to meet famous people hundreds of dollars pricey (laughs) yeah yeah so amongst her friends and followers i guess uh they made a pool and got them to go see david Tennant. and one of the cool things about this and i didn't like i don't think i shared this with you is that there was a guy ahead of the little boy and that was supposed to be the the last question but there was like audio clues between like the the panel hose and the crew right right and they're like we're doing the little boy and at that point you know the spotlight hits a little boy everybody right because everybody it's a cute, cute little boy. Yeah, yeah it was yeah and yeah she's she starts like kind of crying right there as she's telling me the story and i'm like holy hell this is amazing Amazing. It's Amazing.
0: unbelievable, yeah. actually. I mean, it's true. It really did have what he's telling you. Yeah. But it is a very uh, crazy story. It's very much a yeah. like a fairy tale.
1: Yeah, and it was really, really cool. And I'm happy that to get to meet their hero. Right. Uh, as we got to meet our hero.
0: Yes, uh I am... Uh, and this is the wrong forum to talk about it, but I'm a huge Matthew Rosenberg fan. So meeting him was incredibly excited he talked to us for like he talked to us for a very long time we just shot the shit that's we bullshitted that's yeah, what we yeah. did was bullshit
1: not just one day
0: three days every I, day we were we would just yeah. we i don't know how much of it we probably took up a good portion of his time yeah. over the course of the weekend and uh, all we was uh, all we did was bullshit uh really nice guy really sweet guy um very uh, very interesting the creative process yeah. um also speaking of creative process um Stacey Lee? Was okay. there? Uh, yeah. She showed us and kind of talked about how she creates her character or draws her character. She did a drawing yeah. of Spider Gwen. Uh or Ghost Spider now, I think.
1: Ghost Spider, you could yeah. call her Silk Spider <laughs> But she she was doing the art for Silk that was cancelled uh, I think last year. Right. So I mean seeing her up there, seeing her like fucking work and talking about her inspirations so or like anime and all it's really, really cool seeing these people being recognized for their inspirations and where a lot of like our teachers like anime, can not be anything, but it's right. a big form or, art or inspiration for a lot of artists. And even like talking to like, uh, Matthew Rosenberg or Matt Rosenberg, uh, like him talking about like his X-Men love and like how right. he grew up on stuff. It's really fucking cool. Like it's just the, even talking to Jordan Gibson, uh, the cover artist for the Power Rangers, talking about like the whole like sentai or power rangers you know you know it's just really fucking cool like knowing inspiration to create a process for everybody it's really really cool and i feel like this east comic-con brought this out because i mean this is also like my first major convention where i I talk to people and it's just it's fucking cool it was cool, and to kind of uh,
0: circle it back to movies,
1: because that's yeah, what we are yeah. about.
0: Um, everything he said is absolutely true. We got to meet some really cool creators, and all of them were very nice to us. Um, David Tennant not only made a little boy cry, but he made a, a <laughs> he made a young woman cry also. But yeah. he did hug her after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. he, he he's a very nice guy. But the barrier of entry, and we were talking about this with... Uh, I don't want to drop names. We were, we were talking about this with one of the creators. <laughs> uh, the barrier of entry between celebrities and uh, comic book creators is so different. Like, I, I couldn't get close to any of the actors, but uh, the creators were all very nice. Emotional. So we, you uh, couldn't get uh, to the, close to any of the Emotional. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm, I'm a hardened man. You know, I feel, <laughs> speaking of which, I feel kind of bad that we are, we almost glossed over this. John Eves. Oh,
1: uh, I know. I was going to like say. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I wish there was more
0: people for that. I was really just, so John Eves, um, well, I think you would probably
1: describe it better. You can talk about him better than I can, I think. He does shit. He does <laughs> a lot of <laughs> shit. Like, like good shit. Like everything that we've seen, like he's like been a prop maker for Terminator 2. He was a prop maker for like Star all, Trek movies. Star Trek, yeah. Like the good ones. Uh, MCU <laughs> movies. A big yeah, part of the MCU yeah. movies. <laughs> one of the, one of my favorite things is that like all the, discarded props for Captain America Winter Soldier are essentially guns for fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. They are yeah, like rocket and, and guns. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's fucking cool. Like a really nice guy. Um I got to ask him some questions on uh what was his like uh favorite process to work on. He told us some stories about like what directors weren't really good to work with. It, he had an interesting James Cameron story. <laughs> yeah, yeah and how he had difficulty with working on like uh Homecoming Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: Oh yeah, that was really interesting. I think he said that was the most difficult movie yeah,
2: <laughs> ever. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, it was very he was a very open guy. Uh, we tried to get an interview with him, but it was just timing issues. Um so hopefully on the site we'll have something soon, but he was very open to speaking with us and yeah, you're right, James Cameron, he had some uh had an interesting anecdote about it. and Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming, he told us it was the most <laughs> difficult movie, not because of the actors or
2: crew or no, anything.
1: No, no, it's like that. The prop, the prop presses. Yes. The making the props. It's just, it's, it's insane. Um, but yeah, man, it's like, it was very fun. Like, especially talking to him, like, more than once, like, yeah. I went, I shook his hand and, um, I forget that sometimes, like, I dive deep or dive deep dive deep dive into like, like movies and like I learned about little tidbits. Right. And Bob Makers was, uh, for one of them. Well, he was super interesting. And
0: that was the one panel I was disappointed in. Not by him, but there were some people in the front row who were talking really loud and showing pictures. And I mean, he just didn't address it at all. And that was really, that was really cool. He's a professional about it, but he was showing some really amazing things. And I, I, you're right, there should have been more people there. And I feel sorry for those people who didn't want to uh, listen to him. I'm so pissed that I think right now we should take a commercial break. All right, so. so I can gather my thoughts and maybe punch a hole in the wall.
2: Oh, don't do that! We'll be, back. Right, we'll be back. Now it's time for ice cream, or maybe some nuts,
0: a cool glass of orange. Why not try a hot dog? Real thing, a cool, refreshing Coca-Cola from the sales staff and in the foyer now. Welcome back, everybody. Now, uh, The reason we watch movies is they make us laugh, they make us think, they make us reevaluate our lives, and uh, sometimes they make us cry. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite segments for our long-running show is... Ask two episodes. <laughs> Two
2: episodes.
0: <laughs> I like to ask Danny, because it's very important, and it's one of his criteria, what movies make him cry. So, what was the last
1: movie to make you cry? You can't say uh, Star is Born, because that was last week. That's true. Well, actually, I have to retcon that a bit. The last movie that actually did make me cry uh, was Bowraff, yeah. or Bohemian Rhapsody for you young kids. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. The young kids say bow It's the other oh, way. Oh, yeah. I, oh, it's yeah. the other way. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to learn this. Lingo. Yeah. It took me a while. I had to think about it. but yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I think this is what we're talking about, or I was talking about earlier in the show. That, see, uh, uh, it all ties in together, guys. We have a, a plan. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, yeah, but yeah, it we is. do have a plan. <laughs> uh,
0: kind of yeah. like Dutch in Red Dead Redemption. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway.
1: That's for the gaming podcast. <laughs> Coming soon. You could find that here soon, exclusive. Uh no, yeah. So yeah, the first, uh this is I think the last movie that made me cry last year. Because uh, Mary Puppets uh didn't really it made me feel more joyful and Yeah, it's
0: a very fun movie,
1: yeah. Yeah, degree, definitely. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, Bo Rap was the the movie that made me cry just because of nostalgia, I guess, and how some songs, like, really resonated more with me, like, uh, Radio Gaga, uh, right. and how, it, it was just, again, nostalgia, and, like, I guess how Queen played a, a role in me growing up as well, cause I mean, it's, right. it, it now, was. Now, Danny
0: was born in, like, 1992
1: or something, <laughs> so I'm not <like>, quite <laughs> sure how that works, but anyway, continue. 1990, like, 1985, that's when I was born. Uh, that was close. Yeah, yeah that was close <laughs> Yeah, so I think Wayne's World came out like 10 years <laughs> later. Yeah, well, it was like 91, yeah. yeah. So I think Freddie Mercury must have died around that time? Uh, I think he died in 92. So 92. yes, <laughs> around, around, around that, that time, window. yes, yes. And, uh, this brought, cause this is one of the movies that my dad made me see. <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Were you bored the first time you saw it? <laughs> No, I wasn't bored with that one because it's a funny movie. Uh, unlike, uh, st- unlike A New Hope. which yeah. It's yeah. Not pretty- Star Wars. Because <laughs> um, there's, you know, like, funny jokes and sex jokes that I didn't even get as a little kid. But, you know, they're in their underwear. And Mike Myers did something really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Queen was introduced through that. And my dad was, like, saying, you know, this is actually one of the biggest bands that, you know, that, 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 that there is. And um, essentially, like, took me through, like, his back catalog of
2: Queen, which
1: is Queen's Greatest Hits. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, Night at the Opera is a really good album, so,
0: I mean, just off of that alone, you can find some good stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, just going through all of it, it kind of, like, started bringing that back up, and, you know, as you grow up, you're you're becoming a teacher, you try to become edgy or whatever, Queen's still there.
2: That's
0: true. No matter how uh, edgy you become, I imagine Queen still
1: is in there. That's true. yeah. And Queen just sort of like just became more popular and popular throughout the like late two thousands. Yeah, and finally we get the movie, and this movie that was like gone through so much like drama behind the scenes as yeah. well. Like Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to be Freddie Mercury, uh, uh, the director of Singer, a Singer, like they got fired, right? So you know, this, maybe this movie wasn't going to come out. It didn't seem like it was going to. Yeah, out. yeah, and you know seeing all these performances and these songs that like remind you of like your childhood i think it's just a really like little time capsule and right. i think that's what made it good and i think that's what other people like related to this movie because right. there's other these things because this is a there everybody has a soundtrack to their life and right. again i think queen has a different song Mm-hmm. It might be in your catalog, whatever. Whatever your favorite song is, it's going to be that, right? Um, and a couple of like months ago, I think we were at a little uh, cafe show. Uh, how you know I am a little bit of a sob, I guess. <laughs> uh, but we were talking about Queen, and a, right. a mutual friend of ours was like, "You know what? I've only heard the critics hits. I haven't heard. I haven't gone into the discography of what Queen is, right?" And I think we had like a thirty-minute, uh conversation on just Queen. And we're a bunch of like thirty year olds, so we don't really right. we didn't grow up
0: with You discovered Queen, but you didn't live through Queen. Queen. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh I think that when seeing this movie again it kinda like played into it like, oh yeah you, you know what everybody's going through this thing that like, it's, it's not Jesus, but we do want to break free. We want to be something big. We are uh, Yeah. That, I knew where yeah from. yeah. Yeah and uh. Um, I think that was the reason why uh, Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody made me cry. The nostalgia of life, like celebrating it.
0: Damn, that's really deep. Well,
1: <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I, I will say this.
0: I, I, I that was pretty good. No, seriously, I, I I didn't think about it in those terms. But you're right. As a well, you're an artist. You you, you draw and you write. Um, I. Like to consider myself a type of artist I like to write, but every artist wants to be more than anything. I mean, money and fame is great, but they want to be remembered forever. That's yeah. the dream of yeah. every single artist. And yeah, Freddie Mercury, you're right. He absolutely succeeded. So I can definitely see how someone would cry. No, I didn't because <laughs> I'm hard. I'm, I'm hard AF. Like I don't
2: I don't, I don't.
0: I don't cry during movies. I get a little, you know, get the feels, maybe maybe a lump in my throat. So. uh Last movie that actually brought me to tears was uh, Infinity War. Um, that's the last movie that brought me to tears. Uh, I think there's a Statue of Limitation on spoilers, so we'll just move on to recommendations.
1: <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> it's, I mean, that movie's on Netflix right now. Uh, it's Statue of Limitation. is seven, oh, <laughs> seven years. That's what the loss is. <laughs>
0: so what I'm looking forward to seeing is on Netflix, there's this documentary about the Fire Festival. Um, I barely remember it from like a year or two ago, but I just remember uh j rule was involved i know it's jaw rule missing around oh,
1: are you talking <laughs> about king, king rule or whatever oh I can't no, ja Rool Rool that can't no jaw rule is uh i screwed up that joke for it but,
0: ja but... rule is
1: hot in here hot in her is that uh mm-hmm. that's
0: nelly oh so he's the one that i'm going down down, baby i can't sell value. fuck i really hate <laughs> nelly. What? What, what the hell does j rule see he, he was beefy with 50 cent yeah? That's how you kill him hard. That's how I speak like that.
1: <laughs> um, what does he sing? I
0: really I don't uh, know. He has. My like,
1: Pony? That's No, that's Gen- <laughs> one,
0: <yeah. laughs>
1: no he has. Now I a fucking blanket, but he sings a lot with uh, Ashanti. Ashanti. Yeah, uh, and he has a song with uh, J Lo, I'm Real. Uh, What's my motherfucking name? That's DMX.
0: No. No, no J Rule does the one with Ashanti where the video is like Grease, right? Maybe, I I don't know, I don't watch a lot of There's something about, no no matter what I do, I'm always with you, boo, or something like that? So, yeah. No, that's Nelly again. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> I know Nelly is Air Force One, <laughs>
1: anyway. Which was for, actually, I forgot what movie it was for, but it's for a movie. Um, well, I'm thinking of number one.
0: So, J. <laughs> Earl,
1: whose music I apparently do not know... <laughs>
0: Uh, I think he funded a festival in the Bahamas, and it was supposed to be a luxury weekend event, and people went and uh, millions. A lot
2: of, of white people.
1: Yeah, a lot
0: of people. <laughs> it was like uh it was promoted by celebrities and models, and people went to get their gourmet food and stay in their five star hotel. And there was like packaged sandwiches and. Tent set up for them, and there was no acts there. And I think the guy, not Jay Rule, but the promoter, is being sued for, for like millions and millions of yes. dollars. So oh, um, I want to see that documentary. It's like it seems pretty interesting. To me. And yet, who's has actually released a movie about it? Also, I think, which is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it, I think that trailer dropped before the Netflix documentary mm-hmm. fell, like it went through. Right. So, or I saw it the other way
0: around. Was so I, I I, that's how I
1: saw it. I don't know the order, but.
0: Yeah, but It seems really interesting to me because right now in the theaters, um, I don't want to see Glass, so I might see my guts and take my guts and to go see uh the kid who would be king. Um, got my tickets. So yeah, there's a cereal party at the Alamo. That I, Is there <laughs> yeah, really? That's what I want to take him to see. Um, uh, otherwise, I mean, I don't think there's anything until uh, you reminded me of Lego I want to see the Mule. I know that's like a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, couple that's... months old. I, I do
1: want to see that. But otherwise, I mean, this documentary is all I want to see. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of, like, movies that I think is, that I want to see. Like, The Mule's maybe the big one uh, right. that oh, I want to see. Bumblebee looks alright. Uh, yeah. It's, oh, that's right. You know, right. we've talked about this so many yes, times. Yes, yes. No trailers, no radio, no, no, no like, trailers. I've, tra- I've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer for Bumblebee. Right. And <laughs> I think because we've seen it so many times together. That's true. And yeah. you're the only one that's, like, talked
0: about it like, that that's not true the rotten tomato score is in the high night oh i'm the only one like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay oh, yeah, yeah yeah like media
1: friends like, yeah it looks like a transform movie but the reviews read like fucking ladybird you know i haven't read the reviews i've just
0: seen because well, you can't go on instagram without seeing Bumblebee ninety four percent. like oh yeah yeah, yeah so um but uh uh, Transformer Lady Bird movie. <laughs> that actually sounds kind of cool. I mean, it's gonna be better than the previous five installments. It'll probably be the best of all of them, to be honest. I will get around to it. But, uh. Eventually. T- well, tomorrow I'm gonna be seeing uh, Once Upon a Deadpool. I'm gonna be in my guts and are gonna watch it. I've seen Deadpool 2, though so I would, we, we got a review copy of it and i what I'd like to see, and see what <laughs> The Mind of a Child, I would like to see what because that's what this movie's all about, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's a test, so I, I would like to see that. Um, otherwise, I mean, there's really nothing out there. So, what I do in my spare time <laughs> is I go to AIPT Comics. Um, there's some reviews for, I wrote an, uh, an article about Glass, about why I hate M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong and his movies. It's up there. We've got reviews for Halloween, the deleted scenes from the most recent one. Um, on the basis of sex, lots of Spider-Man articles. That came
2: out too, right? Yeah, does oh, too yeah. bad. I want to yeah. see
0: that. Uh, we had a review for, um, Butterfield 8, which was, uh, an Elizabeth Taylor movie that she won an Oscar for, I believe. I just saw The Apartment yesterday. Billy Wilder, Romantic Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that another day, but it's really good. It's
1: really good.
0: Did you hear, uh,
1: uh, about the remaking of Cleopatra?
0: I did hear something
1: about that, but uh I never know what to believe anymore. Yeah. Especially, you know, with what we learned about multiple man, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and uh yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> um otherwise go to the site
0: for the latest comic news, uh gaming, um wrestling, science, like uh definitely check out uh AIPT comics. You
1: had something you wanted to say? I
0: don't know. You were moving your mouth. <laughs> what you want,
1: what uh, do you want? Well, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, again, this is us closing out the show. And, uh, you could follow, or you could find, uh, or follow us. Nathan, you could follow him on Instagram at Nathan Partiz. I am default play or default underscore player on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow us on, uh, at a i p t movies. Where you could find our articles, you could send us a direct message, ask us you questions. Bitch us out, give us feedback on the show. Yes. And if you're bitching us out, don't forget to share us, subscribe, <laughs> and give us a rating. And uh you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, which is the dumbest thing ever I've ever heard. It's a little and, long title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the website as well. uh Our website. Yeah, on
0: our website, the podcast will be there also. Yes. Yes. And that reminds me of the other thing Matthew Rosenberg said about the upcoming X-Men movie.
2: Oh, yeah.